You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, along with Mark Teresi. Mark, that was a wonderful first half hour with our guests um, from the new unification of St. Josephine Bakita. Um, Difficult situation, but they see the potential. There's and a it, lot of hope and there, in their voice. There's, there's, there's hope, there's joyfulness. And it was a good, like a shot in the arm for all of us that uh, with the whole unification, renew my church. Great things that are happening. The spirit's moving. We have a well, and a good reminder. Your question uh, to Father Tom about you know how's he taking care of himself that you guys aren't robots. I think sometimes people get the feeling well, you're superhuman, so anything they throw at you, you can handle without any kind of loss of kind of energy or there's a I'm sure there was a fatigue in his body emotionally spiritually and physically as he went through this process there has to be but he said it is all rooted in prayer yeah a lot of prayer and uh tremendous second half lined up here for the program summer is here that means it's time for the St. Agnes of Bohemia street masses with us guest is Father Don Nevins, is. a tremendous, outstanding priest in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And Father Don Ordain was a bag Don in 1974? Five. You're 75, ordained in 75, mm-hmm. because as you were ordained in 75 and leaving Mundelein Seminary, I entered that August to begin the first year theologate as you were just Wait. newly ordained in 75. So you're 47 years? Am I, is, that, is that my math correct? Your math is correct. Yes, here it is. And, you know, Mark, wow. we both know that Father Don Nevins is one of the most outstanding, out terrific right. priests in the Archdiocese for yeah. years. In, in three more years, you're going to have your 50th, and they'll, well, Greg and I will probably be in wheelchairs coming to the Mass, <laughs> and you'll be running <laughs> up the aisle. So. I don't think so, yeah. Well, Don, I have yeah. to ask you this. Uh, the fact that you are, what, roughly 73 years old? 73, yep. Because I'm 69, four years behind you. Now, would you be right now the oldest <laughs> active pastor in the Archdiocese? Because retirement age is 70. Let's Many start guys, on a positive yeah, note. Yeah, very positive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your list no, of actually, uh, actually, you know, Mike Flager is my classmate, and Mike is very active yet. Um, and then there's still a couple of guys... Uh, Jim Kazarowski, I think, is still yeah, active. Yeah, he's over. Uh, and Kaz is Dennis O'Neill, I think, is going to retire this year um, up at St. Martha's. Um, there's a there's a few older than me yet. Yeah. Were, the, were the three Not of the us oldest. together at the college seminary? Yes. Or we all we were there all sure. at the same time. We were. Yes, yeah. we were. Because, yeah. Don, you arrived at Niles College Seminary in what year? Uh, 81. I arrived in 85. And Mark? Right 80, around when you 85 came. or 86. Yeah. So I think we overlapped because then you left down, I think, in 1989. 
I think it was 89, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yeah, went it was to there eight years, so that'd be about right. You mm-hmm. went to what assignment then in 89? Procopius. I went to St. Procopius. Yeah, right. I remember that. That's right, because you <laughs> left in 89, and a few months later, Father Bob McLaughlin left for Holy Name Cathedral. I think you left in October or November. He left in January. I left at the end of the school year, so oh, I left okay. uh, July 1st. Okay. And he left uh, like January 1st or something. Yeah. Exactly. So it, uh, And you've been presently pastor of St. Agnes Bohemia for how many years now? Uh, 14. 14. Wow. Now, I'm assuming wow. your softball days are over. My softball days are, yes, long over. Are you um, running at all? Are you still running? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. still do some of that. That's good. More walking than running, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm more like you walking. But you, I remember we were together in the faculty. You were a big runner. Um, you, you used to be a very active. But you weren't jogging, you were running. Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. there's a difference yeah. there. So, well, tell us, first of all, what is the history of these street masses at St. Eggs of Bohemia? This will be year number what? I, I don't even know. Um, they started before I got here. So oh, really? um, I would say we're probably at least 20 years. Um, well, I thought this was something you started when you arrived. No, no, no. They didn't start when I arrived. They were already going when I got here. So um, so it's been a, I, I think probably Matt Foley started them, but I'm not absolutely sure. Um, and the idea is, you know, we hear the Holy Father so often talking about how we need to kind of open the doors of the church and be going out to where the people are. And um, his famous line about the the priest should smell like the sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that this, it really is kind of an evangelization effort. And I think this year, last year we did the street masses, but we really had to be a little careful about how many people could come and how people were seated, you know, still giving some space and things like that. Do the COVID. Uh, this year it's a little. Um, this year it's a little easier, and so uh, uh, you see here. This is from last year. Father Jim Castigar was my associate last year. Uh, you can see some of the numbers of people that are there, and one of the things we do at the end of every, every mass, which you saw him doing there in the very beginning, is we ask all the children to come up and um, bless all the children because uh, summer can be a kind of a dangerous time for children. Um, and uh, we want to do our best to make sure that they are well protected uh, and that they can enjoy they can enjoy the summer, but that they're also safe. Um, that's one of the things we try to do. And so you can see here in the picture, you see the people will bring their chairs and uh, kind of be around. Others are kind of standing on the sides. Um, this year, we're probably getting oh, maybe 100, 125 people um, every Tuesday and Thursday evening. And it's different people every every night. So we move the masses around to different parts of the parish. We are very much a, a kind of a territory. And so um, we have our, our Guadalupanos work on um, setting up the masses in, in uh, 10 different parts of the of parish. And then what we did last year um, was we decided to extend the masses all the, from all of June and all of July, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wow. And um, the idea was to uh, allow some of the places, some of the people who would like to organize a mass to, uh, to do that and pick some of the dates that we didn't have filled at the end of the, um, at the end of the, uh, the end of July. And that was very successful. Um, some people would say, you never come to our block. You never come mm-hmm. to where we are. Or 
we had a tragedy here last year. Uh, we had a fire here. We had a shooting here. And um, want to kind of not just memorialize, but really pray for the, the families, pray for the people of that, uh, that particular neighborhood or that particular block. So and one of the things we do before COVID, um, we would go out and have a, a fairly large group of people go out and um, knock on doors, um, give people a flyer, invite them to the mass the next day. But also kind of check and see, you know, if you got someone who's sick in the house who would like to have a, a priest come to visit, uh, go to confession. Do you have a baby that you'd like to get baptized? Here's some information. Here's some information about the school. Um, here's RCIA information. Uh, just try to give people some information about the parish. So we do that on the Mondays and Wednesdays, the night before the Mass, and then um, and then do the Masses on Tuesdays and Thursdays. With COVID, obviously, we couldn't go into homes, and even now, we're still a little bit hesitant. So mm -hmm. what we do is we go and we have a, a, a little bit of a flyer um, with some basic information on it and uh, an invitation to come to the Mass the next, uh, the next uh, evening. And um, it's, been, it's been successful. It's been something that we've, as I said, we've done it here for a long time, and um, people really look forward to it. Um, so the thing is, now we start the masses at seven o'clock. Okay, so it's uh, usually we've gotten past some of the heat of the day anyway. Um, I appreciate it when they put the altar um, in a place in that's kind of shaded. Um, <laughs> it makes it a little easier, uh, especially we don't have too much on the head. You know, it's yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you got to keep yeah. the sun off sometimes. So. Uh, uh, Mark did, knows did you have mass yeah, uh, two I, days? I, I get it. I uh, get Don, it. did you have mass? <laughs> did you have mass two days ago when it was like ninety plus degrees at seven o'clock in the evening, just this past Tuesday? Did you have the mass? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Were you the presider? Um, and, and actually, actually, you know, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't too bad. It was. Uh, it was hot, but if you, you know, we got a lot of trees, and mm -hmm. so uh, that shade really helps. Um, and um, Nobody complained about uh, about the heat, you know, while we were there. So it was um, it was okay. It was good. Now, when we come back, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, Don, I, I want I'm fascinated with the structure of it. I mean, how do you organize something mm -hmm. like this? And I bet some yeah. parishioners who are listening that might be thinking about it would be helpful for them to hear that. So when we come back, let's talk about that. WNDZ seven fifty AM Catholic Chicago three one two. Two five five eight four zero eight, or you go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're talking to Father Don Evans, Pastor St. Agnes of Bohemia. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Father Greg's going to run around the block, and he'll be back. Walk around the block. Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers 
who despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do, and we salute you. People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really you are changing lives. You are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Get ready for a fabulous day of golf for a great cause as Catholic Charities 2022 Golf Invitational tees off at the beautiful Olympia Fields Country Club on Monday, June 27th. Gather your friends, family members, and work colleagues for a day that is sure to be a highlight of your summer. Enjoyable contests and surprises are planned throughout the day to make this one extraordinary golf outing. Proceeds from this event will benefit Catholic Charities programs and services in Cook County. Fantastic sponsorships are still available for an invitational that is one of the most popular summer golf events in Chicago. Don't miss the 2022 Catholic Charities Golf Invitational on June 27th. For more information, go to catholiccharities.net or call 847-226-5697. That's 847-226-5697. back WNDZ 750 AM Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408 you can go to youtube.com Catholic Chicago we're having a visit with Father Don Nevins who's the pastor of St. Agnes of Bohemia I was talking to Greg during the break one of my fondest memories is your mom and John Klein's parents and some other parents of priests working with us at uh, the college seminary. We just had a blast with them. They're, they were hard workers, but they loved the lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, they did, and they loved to just get out of the house and uh, be working over at, uh, yeah. over at the seminary. It was, uh, they, they had a lot of, they had a lot of fun. They yeah. enjoyed it. Is your mom still with us? My mom is still with us. God uh, love her. How old? 98 years old. Oh. Uh, she, um, uh, she, she's in a, a rehab place right now because she fell and uh, 
cracked her pelvis oh. and um, a bone in uh -huh. her back, and so she's going to have some rehab for the next couple of weeks. But uh, now, Don, she's been doing well. Don, Give her you, our regards, please. Definitely, I was, will do. Was your mom living alone at home before the fall? She was alone, but really, my sister was pretty much with her all the time. Um, in displays. So, pardon. In displays. In Mount Prospect. Mount, Mount Prospect. Prospect. Yeah. I remember yeah. your mother, so. 98 years old. God bless mom. We had some great times. Wow, that's a, that's tremendous. I'm here this oh. 73 years old as a priest, and to still have your mom yeah. with you. What a gift. What a gift. What a profound yeah, gift. It is. It is. I yes. almost forgot I'm supposed to ask a question. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were on the air. Well, the, que the question is... Um, how do you organize something like that? I mean, it sounds like it takes a lot of soldiers to get this done. And one other question tagged to that, is there like, no, in the Hispanic community, and uh, uh, is there hospitality afterwards? Or how does that work? Okay. So, yeah, both of those things. So um, this really goes back, uh, some of this goes back to really Bishop Mann's time here. Um and it was not necessarily the street masses yet, but the kind of organization, because what he did, um, you know, in Hispanic parishes, you always have a novena for a Lady Guadalupe. Mm -hmm. And he um, he wanted to do something a little different. Um, he wanted to do something instead of having people come to church in the evening for a mass and a talk and um, the rosary. He wanted people to do it in homes. And so. What he and the people with him at that point uh, did was they, they kind of broke down the parish uh, into 10 what they called sectors, and each sector had a coordinator. And what the coordinator would do was they go out and talk to the people in their particular sector and get people who are willing to host people in their homes one night during the Guadalupe Novena, mm -hmm. which is in December. And so what they would do was they would have somebody who would come to lead the rosary or reflection, and then they'd usually have coffee, uh, cake, um, something afterwards, a mm -hmm. kind of a refreshment. It would be, it'd probably be about an hour, maybe a little over an hour. And and then every night move from one home to oh. another in the um, in the in that sector. So that was kind of the beginning of the organization. And then when we went to the street masses, we decided to use the same structure and then have uh, a mass in each of the sectors every summer. Mm -hmm. So, again, the coordinators would uh, would work and kind of pick a, a block that they wanted to use in their sector that year, trying to alternate as best we can so that everybody gets a chance um, every once in a while anyway. And then to find uh, on that block what we call a host family. Now, the host family is, um, uh, what they do is they basically let us plug extension cords into their, uh, into their outlets in their home um, so that we have power for the, um, for the speakers, uh, the, the microphones, um, and, and that's pretty much it. There's not much of anything else um, that they have that we need power for. But that then gives the opportunity to... Um, uh, to those people to be recognized and they they help us we have some of the guadalupanos will uh, whoever the priest is for that particular for that mass will prepare the kind of box that we have for all the stuff that we need for mass um one of the guadalupanos will pick that up 
one of the things they did a few years ago was they they made an altar, um, uh, kind of a, a table that they made with mm-hmm. removable legs, so that um, we can um, they can set up the altar and then take it down and and they bring it back to the parish then uh, after mass is over, leave it there until the next. Uh, next time that we're um the next mass uh, celebration Beautiful. so um the organization kind of flows in two different ways so one is the organization in december which then kind of um, goes over into the uh, the organization for the mass the street masses um and then usually uh there will be some sort of refreshment afterwards mm-hmm. it might be as simple as water or um, some of the aguas that uh, are very um, popular in the Mexican community. It might be aguas of uh, watermelon, or it might be mm-hmm. raspberry, or you know something that they mm-hmm. will they will make distribute to everybody. Uh, sometimes there will be maybe chips or cookies. Sometimes it gets a little more elaborate. I mean, they'll make tacos and um, and or um, have uh, um, uh, tostadas or something oh, like that nice. that people can can eat while they're there. And the idea is for people to be able to socialize a little mm-hmm. bit both before and afterwards uh, also. Now, along those lines, um, Don, who are the presiders? I mean, you're not doing every mass, of course. No. So my associate and I uh, alternate. And so... Um, um, usually one of us will take Tuesdays, the other one take Thursdays. Sometimes we, we move it around, uh, depends his day off is Tuesdays. So I normally take the Tuesday masses. He takes the Thursday masses. Um, and, um, and just, so we just rotate that way. Do you so see, we, we do you cover see, everything. sorry, do you see those masses bringing folks back to church? You know, I think one of the things right now is, that this is for a lot of people a kind of a safe way to mm-hmm. uh, come back to church right now. Mm-hmm. And hopefully what they're going to do is realize it's okay to come back to church on Sundays also. Um, uh, it, it's been kind of slow getting people to come back to church. Yeah. Um, That's all over. Yeah. It, it is all over. Um, and um, one of the things that um, we were kind of focusing on um, was to just really encourage people to um, to come back to church. One of the things um, that the Guadalupanos do is they, some of them will get there, you know, like around six o'clock or so and uh, mass is at seven and they'll, they'll pray the rosary uh, beforehand. So a number of people will come just because they want to come there for the rosary. Um, and then we, we begin mass uh, immediately afterwards. Um, and like I said, it is kind of easy as you see some of these pictures, you see, people kind of sitting on their uh, steps out in front of their homes, Mm -hmm. Um, other people bringing chairs out, Um, other people, you know, looking for um, uh, what what else might be going on, kind of standing by the fences or on the sidewalks and under the trees in the shade. Um, So it's it's been a real good thing. Down on a practical level, what do you do if all of a sudden there was a heavy rain predicted, you know, big thunderstorm, (laughs) is the mass canceled for that particular day? What we will do is, yeah, well, sometimes we have had to postpone the mass. Um, and usually then what we'll do is we'll try to, the the next open date that we have at the end, we'll schedule for that that block again so that we, we try to get the mass in. And if we have to go into August, we, we do it so that we can try to get everybody in. Now we've t- been, oh. knock on wood, we've been very fortunate um, that we've, not had any um, any cancellations this year yet, so we're tonight will be the sixth mass, um, 
and we've not had any cancellations. Uh, last year, I don't think we had any last year either. We had a couple of times when it rained right around eight o'clock. We were just finishing, you know. Um, what if our any of our listeners would want to come to the, one of the masses? Where, where would they? First of all, can they? And secondly, where would they get the schedule? Most certainly, uh, they're more than welcome. Um, they can go to the parish website um, if they want to. Everything Which is, is what on down. there. Um, St. Agnes of Bohemia. Um, uh, I forget what the rest of the website is, but it's probably Art <laughs> Chicago, I guess. Um, uh, or they can just call the rectory. Uh, What's that number? Rectory and, uh, so it's 773-522-0142. One more time, Don. And the secretary can tell you where the next masses are. Um, and, okay. um, I need to bring it to a close. We've got another 15 seconds. We want to thank in a very special way Father Don Nevins, the pastor of St. Agnes of Bohemia, dealing with the street masses, which has been a great success for the last at least 20 years. So, Don, God bless you. Keep up the great ministry. You're a gift to the Archdiocese. Sure. Special thanks also to Mark Teresi, to our co-host, and to Michael May, a force of one today. Great job, Michael. To our listeners, God bless all of you. Stay cool. Have a great weekend. Okay. God Thank bless. you. Thank you, Don. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good to see you guys. You too. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.